This is the Creative Alchemy Podcast, and I'm your host, Monique Pantel. Here, we explore creativity and life through story, synchronicity, and tales of possibility. This is a place for artists and dreamers to share wisdom, inspiration, and empower you to explore your own creative life. Together, we hold space to speak dreams into reality and share transformative ways of creating and living life. Let's dream, alchemize, and create. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Creative Alchemy. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so, so excited to introduce you to and welcome Ashley Wood. She is an international Akashic Records reader, and she is the host of The Line podcast. Ashley is a dear friend of mine and super creative, incredibly soulful, and uh, I'm so excited to chat all things creativity with her today. So welcome, Ashley. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me today, Monique. I'm doing so well. I'm so happy to be here and to be sharing with this community. And I'm so excited for you that you have your podcast off the ground. It was so inspiring to watch it happen. I know you wanted to do this for quite some time. And then one day you were like, I'm starting my podcast. And literally within a week, you had your first episode out. So like, I'm just so proud of you and honored to be here. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, you are a huge inspiration to me in a lot of ways, but the podcast world, especially in 2017, something that's very interesting about you is that you have actually started two separate podcasts that have been wildly successful with over a million downloads each. And the first one was called Manifest This. And you decided in a moment of change and pivoting in your life uh, after having a lot of success with that first podcast, I think people would have, I think that the typical path would have been to just continue on and really trying to make that work. But you had listened to your intuition and you were like, I've got to pivot. I'm doing something different. And I will never forget the moment you said, Nick, I'm deleting all of the episodes. I'm deleting the entire podcast. Uh, There's something else that is calling me. And I remember thinking in my head, Ashley's gone crazy. (laughs) She's got this amazing podcast that's like so successful. She's got this cool community. I mean, you're interviewing like really, uh, the podcast world is really interesting because what I'm hoping actually for, for this one is to bring people of all sorts um, here. And I think in the podcast game, it's sort of like if you're a personality or you're selling something, then come on. And then that sort of elevates like, you know, you spread your your message or your word uh, a little further. But my intention with Creative Alchemy is that I want people that that never go on podcasts to come because I feel like I've been so blessed to meet these really interesting people in my life who maybe this is their only chance to go on a podcast or maybe it's just the beginning. And I'm sure you've had lots of people like that um, in your podcast experience. It's just so neat to see how you've pivoted and then had such wild success again. So I was a guest in 2017. We did a, a live podcast recording at the coolest coffee shop. We had like 100 people show up. It was so neat. 
and we talked about photography and we talked about sort of wellness and spirituality and it was so nice. And it's really interesting to me now because uh, you were just here in Panama. You were here for two weeks and I got to share my home with you and it was so special. I just have so much to say about how much I love you. You are such a free spirit and a kind soul and watching you not only understand like the the luxury side of like Panama Cambutal, but you really immersed yourself in the local community. And that's something that's really energizing me is, is putting energy into, you know, community events and uplifting others. And you really just like got in there. You were skipping ropes with the little kids and you had brought gifts for all the little ones. And, and um, yeah, so that was just such a joy to share with you. So, um, so Yeah. Now I get to have you on my podcast. It's so fun. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So many things you said. I mean, okay, I'm going to go way back and then also talk about Panama. But the reason, one of the main reasons that I deleted my first podcast, which had a lot of success, and it was pretty much the reason why my business grew at that time to what it did so quickly because so many people were listening to the podcast and then they'd come over to the website and they would purchase courses and they would have readings with me. And like the whole thing was like this well-oiled machine, but there was so much ego in it. Like I would listen back to that podcast and like you said, the podcast world is interesting and you were interviewing a lot of like bigger people and Mm -hmm. that part of it for me it would feed a certain side of me, which was the ego, but it was not feeding the soul. It just wasn't. And this, we can bring this all the way back to Cambotel or like, like, like this can be an overall theme um, of this. But I had a moment where I sat down and I was just like, these people that I'm interviewing, yes, beautiful souls. And like lots of my friends came on the podcast and I've made lifelong connections with people who were on the show. But then there were other episodes that I would have just because of status or because of name or because of like how many Instagram followers they had or who did they know or this or that. And I didn't even notice that I was doing this because when you're in that game of like, numbers and downloads like you know when you go into people's Instagram profiles and it'll say the number of downloads they have on their podcast or the number of TikTok views or the number of this Mm. number of that it's this game of numbers and I didn't even notice that I was so wrapped up into it and it was part of my spiritual process and my spiritual journey of completely cutting that and the only way I could do that was by deleting it entirely And that was divine guidance that I had to delete that entirely and start fresh. And then for the first year of my new podcast, it was just solo episodes with me. Like it was just me. There was no one else. And then I started to bring guests on, but it was the same as you, Manik. I wanted people that I connected with on a heart level and maybe they'd never been on a Mm -hmm. podcast. Maybe they don't even have Instagram. If they do, maybe at the time they had a hundred followers. It did not matter. They had a beautiful story to share. And I love their heart and their spirit. And that's why I had them on the show. And that's the integrity that I have kept with the line podcast Mm -hmm. from day one, when I decided to start having guests on, I was like, this is a soul connection, a conversation I want to have heart to heart. That's the only reason that I'm having this person on is because they have a beautiful spirit that I want to share with the world. And that's, Mm -hmm. That's where that 
I feel that's why this second one has also grown, but it has grown in a whole different energy that I still feel aligned with. And I myself have gone through such a transformation in myself, my life. Like you and I have been walking parallel timelines probably Mm. forever. And we've gone through very similar transformations. And this podcast now, I mean, when it started in 2020, I was a different person. I had a different life to what it is now, to what is coming. But this is also what I felt in Cambutel. It's the energy. It's the energy. Yes, the luxury is so beautiful and it's comfortable. And it there are beautiful photos. And I mean, it's magical, but it's the land there. It's the heart connection. It's the soul connection. It's the land. And I mean, it's also my Venus line astro, uh, in astrocartography. So I feel love in Cambutel. Um, but it's the land, it's the people, it's the nature, it's the elements. And when you strip away all that luxury and all that, all, all the just the stuff on the outside and you still feel that like in the Pueblo and in, in like connecting with local people, you still feel that it's like, that's what it's about. Like it's, it's, it's what, it's what makes you feel that ignition within, in your work, in your location, in your interactions, in everything. That's, that's what it's about. I love Panama. I loved it so much. I love Cambutel. Panama city, really nice, but I, after like three days there, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to be here it's anymore. So can but tell. It's, so, it's, so, it's so intense. Yeah. Like where it's do so I even intense. go? I don't know where to go. <laughs> oh, I know. Intense. Central America. Uh, yeah, it's a big, Panama City is a very big, intense um, place. But um, when you start to get out of the, the city and into the countryside, it's so special. Yeah. Um, and so you know, where I live, I I love that you're one of the very few people uh, in my life that has been here to experience it. And not only for a week, you got to be here for two weeks to really immerse yourself. And you had a total sort of creative, let's say rebirth or re a rebirth, creative rebirth, creative, um, inspiration with Ashule. So yes. this has been something that you've been building for so long. Um, and I want to talk about like your writing self because you're an incredible, incredible writer. But I want to talk about Ashule too, because you are, are, you are coming into this like rebirth of yourself and, yeah. and Ashile. So tell me about Ashile and what's involved. Cause I remember coming over to your casita and one day and you're like, overnight you were like, I've made a website. Look at this beautiful photo. This is me. This is me. This is so representative of who I feel like I am. You've started singing. You're becoming so much more musical. You have plans to, you know, sing mantra and, um, and you've inspired me and connected to me to my singing teacher now, uh, Sarah, who's just the best. She's the best. Oh, She's so, the best. So tell me about Ashile and this like creative sort of rebirth that you've had because it's very visible to me. But I'd love to hear like the process on your end. What what has it felt like? What has it you know looked like? I know it's still evolving, but tell me about Ashile. This is so exciting because it's the first podcast that I'm actually like talking about Ashley. Ah. It's so exciting. And yesterday I was <laughs> driving and I saw 
these beautiful essential oil bottles with like label Ashley on them. And I saw this like brand developing and all these different things that I want to create and all of it under Ashley. And I was just so excited and one day at a time, one step at a time, but there's so, so much coming. Um, yes. Yeah, so my, my, my first company, like, well, not my first one, but my, my business is called Align Within and I'm the co-owner in Align Within and it's all about Akashic records. And like we teach people how to read the Akashic records. And there's, I think there are like 19 or 20 workshops or something on the website. And we're moving into a membership um, platform. And the thing is, is earlier this year, I started to really feel almost cramped. Like I wasn't expressing myself creatively and that there was so much that I wanted to share, but I'm like, this isn't the platform. It's not the platform because no longer is aligned within just me personally. It has become its own entity. It's its own being. Like it's it's a it's a company. We have a team. We have there. It's not just me. Like there are so many energies that have now keep it going. But aligned within is its own entity, and it took me some time to figure out what to do with that because I felt creatively just kind of not necessarily dead inside, but I was like, there's nothing, I, I don't know where to put anything. Like, I don't know how to express. I don't know how to share right now. And then in March, I think I was like, I need to have a different Instagram. Like I just need a, a house, like a different place to, to start to share things. But what do I call it? I don't know what to call it. And it came through that it was going to be two words put together. And the second word was going to be a Hawaiian word. Like, like something to do with Hawaii. I'm moving to Hawaii in October. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't, I don't know what this is. It's going to come. It's going to come. I don't know. And then on the night of the eclipse, the first eclipse, the new moon. Oh, we have such a I... thing with new moons. <laughs> this is the new moon, April 30th, April 30th, new moon eclipse. Um, <clears throat> I was lying in a hotel room and the, the name Ashley just came through. And I was like, Ashley, I knew that Ashu means brilliance in Sanskrit. And then oh, it didn't just come through. I was like, kind of, I don't even, you know, I don't remember this process. I, I do mm -hmm. not. It was kind of one of those moments of like, I was just being guided of where to look and what to do. And I knew I wanted to talk about divine feminine healing through creativity, through flow, the high heart chakra, just so much. And then Yale is the flower um, in Hawaii that is considered the rose and roses don't grow in Hawaii uh, because of the climate, but the Yale does. And it's like the Hawaiian rose. So I was like, Ash Yale, Ash Yale. That sounds like my name, Ashley. It's like brilliance in divine feminine healing, brilliance in mm. flow, brilliance, brilliance in expression. I'm like, this is exactly it. It's perfect. So I made the Instagram account and then I didn't know what to do with it. I like sat with it for a couple of weeks and I was like, oh, I remember I put my name in incorrectly. Like I spelt something wrong or something. And on Instagram, you can't change it again for 14 days. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I have 14 days to figure out what to do with this. And then I looked at the calendar. I'm like, of course, that's the day I fly to Panama that I can put my name in it and that I can like launch it. So I thought about it. I thought about it. I'm like, what am I going to do? Um... And then I just, I, I was like, this is the place to just share who I am in this moment and to just be free and to 
sing if I want, to write if I want, to share photos if I want. Like there are no bounds or, or, or limitations here. I have this company that is an entity of its own and it's very like, I know what to do here. Here, I get to just play. So that was mm. the intention. And then I got to Camp Hotel and I like just all this stuff came through of like, this is your website. This is how you're doing new Akashic record readings. This is your mentorship. This is this, this is that. I was inspired to make jewelry. I was picking up all these, these like the beaches of Camp Hotel are covered in quartz crystal, which I didn't know. Um, but all these different varieties of quartz crystal and I was picking them all up and I'm like, I'm going to tumble these. I'm going to make jewelry with them. There are these rocks and shells, you know, but people who are listening don't that have holes in them. And I'm like, this is perfect for making jewelry. And then I started seeing these, like when we were in Panama city, um, the, 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 the hotel next to us, like the, the room right next to us, we looked out over our balcony and there was this like stick rock art it was like hung it was so beautiful I was like oh my gosh I can make things like that with these rocks that have holes in them and it just all this I all these ideas were coming through and I emailed my graphic designer one night and I said can you please make me oh this was before I left Panama but I emailed her to check in I'm like can you make a brand board like a logo and she had it done within 24 hours so then I started putting the website together it's almost done now. It's going to launch on the 21st on the solstice. Shall I get everything together? Ooh. Like, but everything, will. yeah, it just came together so beautifully. So on the 21st, it'll launch with um, meditations that you so who you know, and I created together as well as um, spaces to book Akashic record readings with me that have sound frequency and light language and I mean, they're, they're so different than what I used to offer. And then there's a, there's a store where there will be all kinds of things. And you and I are creating a course together. And it's like this energy of creation just rushed through as I was in Cambotel and it has continued. Like it, it, it's, it's continued. And I mean, information for my second book has come through. It's just so exciting. It's mm -hmm. amazing. But that's what that place is. I swear Cambotel is like this lotus of creative it's a vortex yeah. yeah 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 i couldn't agree more you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on angie to make your backyard the best around connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well inside to outside Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Well, when I came here, we were, you know, on the cusp of the pandemic and everything got really quiet. Well, the internet got really loud, but, um, you know, the world got really quiet. And so I just kind of decided, you know, my life had been really busy up until like that exact moment. And I said, oh, I think I'm going to just shut things down for a little bit and, and get really quiet. And it was so fun to just play in nature. Luis and I would, we started acro yoga together and we would just laugh. We were living on the beach and, um, you know, we'd collect shells at sunrise. We would go surfing. We'd play in the waves. It was just the best. It was like the best time ever. And I feel like, it was my creative healing because I'd been so busy as a, as a professional photographer for so many years, busy, busy, busy. And, um, you know, my personal life was really lonely. And I think that 
as a um, as a way to sort of fill my life. I just filled it with being really busy with amazing work, and and that really like you know, was good up until a certain point and it served its purpose until like I couldn't, you know, hold it anymore. Um, but it was so nice to sort of have like in a sad way, because I was sad, all of these like weddings were getting canceled. My jobs were getting canceled. I was supposed to go to, you know, Africa and follow up on an NGO project that I'd worked on four years prior and all of these like really cool things were all starting to fall away. And then I was thinking, wow, like my identity as a photographer, who am I now? What, what, what kind of creative am I? And then I started writing so much more something, pouring myself into writing. And so every morning I would wake up and, um, I wasn't a mother at this point, but you know, and now writing is, is, uh, it's just a matter of, of timing. And I'm so curious because you are a mother and you've written, a, you've written a book as you know, you just mentioned, how did you write a book when you're a mom? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> I really am so curious. Like I would love, I would love to, um, to know what your process was like to write a book. And I know that you've, co- you know, it's a collaborative um, book, but still you are incredibly dedicated. Um, and I just want to know what your process was like, how do like, how did you dive into getting to that exact spot where you can continue on and actually finish like a piece to publish? And and now you have the second book that you're, you know, starting to kind of put together, but what was your process like writing? Yeah, for sure. You know, you are also such a brilliantly beautifully talented writer you read part of your book to Mm. me when I was there in our casita you came over and you were reading to me and I was just in tears because I felt I mean how many times has this happened you just read your journal to me before we started recording and I almost (laughs) teared up because I can always I can I'm, I I have the the honor and the joy and the privilege of knowing you. So when you read this to me, not only am I hearing beautiful writing and people who don't know you and will read this book one day will connect to it as well, but I am transported back to that moment and I know your emotion and energy that is in that moment because the the part you shared with me, the part you wrote you had shared with me personally on a walk two weeks after it happened. So it was like, mm-hmm. I was brought right back to that moment. And then the part in the journal that you wrote, read to me, you had shared with me like two days before you wrote that. So it's like, you're a beautifully talented writer, but there's so much also so much emotion that is in this writing. And I mean, when the world gets to read your book, like, what a what a treat that'll be it's gonna be so well, big same for yours all of the books I you know I feel like we <laughs> one day we will have several books under our our proverbial belts <laughs> we will you we have, will. You, well you have you have one that's coming out in July um but what yeah. was the process like like how did you how do you find that commitment and the flow um to get the words on the pages um I love the book The Artist's Way and um I really try to implement you know all of Julia Cameron's um suggestions and you know her journal prompting and all of that stuff but um yeah. What, what was it like for you? 
So I, as a mother, um, there isn't the space to just have creative flow when you feel like it, like, oh, I have this coming through. I want to sit down now and write as much as I can because maybe like I started writing this book in 2019. So my daughter was, uh, she was born in 2016. She was three. Yeah, she was three when I started writing it. Um, however, I technically like, that's when I put pen to paper, but all this information that is in the book started coming through, um, in 2018. So she was two, a lot of it was just up in my mind and I had to actually bring it down, like put it as a, like create a book out of it. Um, so at first, as you do as a mother with a small child, like she would nap, I would write as much as I could when she was napping while also running a business because I was building my business at that point. So I was writing the book, building Mm -hmm. a business and, and taking care of her full time. I was at home with her full time um, by myself. Um, It, that's why it took me from 2019 until 2021 to actually have it completed. It was, I gave it to my publisher um, August of 2021 for like the final, like, here you go. Now let's make it into a book. It took that long because I needed so many extensions. Like when you work with a publisher, they give you a, a chunk of time to like write each section and then submit the manuscript. And then there's over a year of editing for me. Anyway, there was over a year of editing and we work at section after section after section. And in 2021, I practically rewrote the entire book because I met somebody who was deeply struggling in their life. And this book that I've written, it's about, it's called The Line, A New Way of Living with the Wisdom of Your Akashic Records. And it's all about trusting yourself and and listening to your divine messages and taking action on that and like trusting yourself. That's what the whole book is about. It's about trusting what's coming through for you, trusting your soul, understanding your emotions. What do they physically feel like in your body? What are they telling you? Um, And when I met this person who was struggling so deeply in their life, I was like, I want this book to be able to be received by someone who's in this position and feeling so lost in life and depressed and hopeless and that there's nothing left. So I rewrote the whole book and put so much more love into it Mm. so that whoever picks it up feels like I'm there with them as the author. I'm their friend. I'm there with them. Like I'm holding their hand. I actually write that. I'm holding your hand through this process of coming home to yourself, trusting yourself, transforming your life. Like I'm here for you and with you. Um, So for the the first round of writing it, I feel like it was just getting it together. And I would write late very often after my daughter would go to bed, I'd be up till like one, two in the morning writing. I don't know how I did that. Cause I can't do that anymore. Like I mm. also was living, my life was very different. I wrote this book with my ex-husband and at the time mm. I was married, but our marriage was not good. It was not healthy. It was not I, I, I too was very, very lonely, like very lonely and not happy at all. So it was easy for me to sit in my office with the door closed and work because I Mm. didn't actually want to be in my personal life. So that's why I was able to write this book 
while also parenting and writing a business because or parenting and running a business because in my personal off time, I would just go in my office and close the door and, mm-hmm. and get it done. The second book is going to be very different in that way, mm-hmm. but also my life is very different now. So I don't know what my writing process will be like. Now I sit down and put stuff together and write when I feel inspired to. Like when I'm like, I'm living my second book right now. Like you understand this yeah. too. You're like, I'm living the story right now. Mm-hmm. So I just need to live it first. And I'll know when I have enough information to put into a, a book. And at that point, my daughter will be in school in Hawaii. And that's a full chunk of time in the day that I can carve out for working, for writing, for playing in the waves, for being in nature. Like it'll just for be so singing. different. Yeah. It'll just be so different. But that's that's how I wrote the book and being a mother at the same time is because my life just looked very different then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And now you are moving from writing to other modes of and methods uh, of creativity. You started singing and you, what else do you have going on in terms of creative expression being called to maybe make some jewelry? These are all just like play fun things. This is not like Ashley business. It's like Ashley play. Yeah. Ashley play, but that's creativity too, right? Like business and play and fun and, it's just, it's fun. I want to take on the challenge of learning how to play an instrument that I enjoy. I grew up playing mm. piano, but I had, I was forced to play piano. Like it was like, you have to do this. Um, I was going to play ukulele, but then a few days ago, you so inspired me to play guitar lately, guitar, guitar, you know, get get to Lele. So I'm gonna go and buy one of those. My daughter wants to jam. She has a ukulele, so I need mm. to learn how to play this. Uh, not need to, want to. I feel inspired to, and I want to learn how to uh, the language I'm using. I, I want to do this. I will let it flow through me. But I want to write songs. And when I think of the type of songs that I want to write, the words that come to mind are prayers and poems or poems and prayers, like very, very simple, but meaningful of playful, light poetry and and mantras that are prayers. So because it's playful and it's fun, it'll happen when it happens, but totally part of me that is fun fun and exciting. Yeah. When I was a little girl, when I was like seven, eight years old, I used to have this little, um, like a journal or a binder. And I used to sing, I used to write songs, so many songs. I had a whole book of just songwriting. I would write tunes and melodies. Um, and I had forgotten about that little girl for so long, for so long. And just recently, now that I'm, you know, exploring my musical side, a little bit more. Um, I have had this remembering of like, oh, remember little Monique used to, you know, write songs about saving the earth and oh, <laughs> all the things that I was so child. like passionate about. Um, and, you know, I traveled here actually with my ukulele. It's so interesting that I've landed here for like, yeah, for a long time. It's been two and a half years. But I always used to pride myself. I used to travel all of the time with photography all over the world. And I would pride myself with how 
small I could pack. Oh, carry on always. I would never check bag. It would always be carry on. And I loved my packing cubes. I loved, you know, just arranging things just so that I could, you know, really just do my carry on thing. But when I came to Panama, the idea was like to just, you know, really allow creativity to unfold, to really live in the moment, to, you know, absorb all of the beautiful nature and all the wonderful things here. I was allowing myself to fall in love and just be loved, the acceptance of love. And um, so I, I packed a bag. I packed a huge uh, a huge, huge suitcase and I checked it. Um, and it's so funny to me because this is the only trip that I've ever done that where I've actually properly checked a bag. And one of the things that I packed was the ukulele and I've been here for two and a half years and I've only recently like really kind of gotten the knack, the hang of it. I've been kind of busy, like having a baby, setting up life and sort of transitioning because, you know, the pandemic and that sort of thing. But, um, but I've really like really sort of loved starting to play my ukulele and singing songs and using my voice, which is feels so vulnerable. Um, but it also feels so nice. So I'm with you, um, wanting to, you know, we'll have to have to j- a jam with me and you and Babu and Yuso and Luis can play the drums. He yes. surprised me the other day. My partner's name is Luis. He grew up in, in, in rural Panama, Kambutal. And there were some kids playing like, you know, the bottom of like plastic buckets the other day. And I was like, wow, look at those kids. They really know how to, how to jam on those buckets. And he looked at me like, didn't skip a beat. And he goes, baby, everybody knows how to play those. And I was like, you don't. I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, I do. So I learned something new about my partners. He is really good at drumming for typical Panamanian music. I love that. Oh, I can't wait. I can just see the yeah. jam session happening in, in my oh, house right now. That's so he, just, he just looked at me and he was like, of course I do. What are you talking about? <laughs> You've never drummed in front of me. Oh, Isn't so that funny. exciting though? There's so much to learn. You guys have spent such oh. like intense time, not intense, intense in a beautiful way, but like just the two of you for like this beautiful chapter in your life of a rebirth, a new beginning. You've spent so much time together, but there's still so much to learn about each other. That's what's so mm-hmm. exciting. It's like a lifelong journey now of learning each other. He yeah, needs bongo drum or like that, that like I have I one that I've brought called. back from Kenya. And so I'm going to try and find, I know it's, it's somewhere in the mix. Bring it to the amongst gym. Many bo- yeah. <laughs> amongst many, many boxes, but I'll go through them <laughs> in due, in due time. Um, yes. Well, I just, I just love you. And this was such a beautiful conversation. Uh, how can I get your book? Um, because it's coming out soon in the next couple of weeks. Isn't that right? Yes, it's coming out soon in the next couple of weeks. Um, well, I'll give one to you because you're going to be here. So I'll just give one to you and I can write you a little letter on the inside. But I would love to gift one to your listeners as well. Um, Ooh, a giveaway, so, how fun. A giveaway, yeah, it'll come out. It comes out in July, uh, July the 5th. So this will be probably a little bit in advance, but whoever... Uh, wins it just give me the name and my publisher will send them a copy as well 
Fantastic. Wow. How cool. People Super are going to be so pumped for this. <gasps> Creative Alchemy's first book giveaway. Do you know, I used to buy um, when I would do in person. I mean, I still do, but it's kind of different because now I live in Panama. But when I was in Canada and I was teaching workshops around creativity and not specifically photography, um, I would always buy and have on hand like five different copies of The Artist's Way and I would give it away. And so I, when, books are my favorite thing to give away. The Alchemist and <laughs> The Artist's Way and Big Magic are my three books, my go-tos. If we're friends, probably I've given you one or three of those books. So, <laughs> so <laughs> now, you now the, the Artist's Way. <laughs> giving it away. <laughs> I've seen that happen. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm so excited. I will line this up um, and do a proper giveaway for your wonderful book. And I can't wait until it's on my own, our own little library shelf in the jungle here um, for when you return to us, because I know you're coming back. You're going to come back in, what's the date? In May? Next May 2023. Yeah, we've already secured a deposit, like or secured the dates. We made the deposit for the next uh, retreat. But that, that's, that's, that's just one of many times like like you said to me when we were there you're like Ashley you should probably buy land here and I'm like there's an angel speaking through Manic right now like this is Manic the person but there's like higher <laughs> guidance coming through here right now and yeah I'm, like Kemba tells a, 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 a home for me um going mm, forward I'm yeah so grateful oh I'm so happy you saw it and fell in love with it as much as as much as I had it's so nice to share it with people who who totally get it oh the best well um thank you for taking the time to share like you know a sprinkle of your story uh there's so much more of a conversation that you and I can have (laughs) and um and I can't wait to have you back uh, on the podcast whenever that happens but um, yeah I just want to say thank you I'm so grateful for not only just having you here but you know your friendship you're such an amazing amazing person um, so yeah thank you Ashley thank you so much for having me Manik I love you so much and thank you everyone for listening Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. You looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.